0: Hello, and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. And we just had a bizarre experience in which we tried to do the start starting piece about five times, and I swear I heard Mike talking over me, and he swears he didn't. So we're going to review the footage later and figure out if there's some ghosts in the fucking studio. <laughs> review the footage.
1: <laughs> do we have video of it? Well,
0: <laughs> okay, not footage, but what do you call it with sound then? <laughs> like, um, like like handage <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's mouthage it's ear, earage yeah right, we're, we're gonna review the earage and uh soundage we're gonna reviewify the soundage and uh and 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 come to a conclusion is what we're gonna do. i,
1: I guess you just say we'll have to <laughs> s- search back over the recording i i don't know i don't know what else you call what you? I, I don't know
0: i don't know that's a good I, one
1: yeah, it is. I, I don't know.
0: Um, so this last weekend and this weekend, I began the process of introducing my nephews, my twin nephews, their 13-year-old boys, to playing Dungeons & Dragons.
1: Oh, God, I was starting to worry there for a second that you were going to say something terrible, like I was introducing them to Kale. <laughs> Thank heavens. No, 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 nothing,
0: nothing, nothing so shocking as that. Just Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Oh. Kale, um, I, I do, have you. Have you? I'm sure you've eaten kale before. Of course, I have. Kale, when it's cooked, is not the worst thing I've ever eaten. But trying to eat it in salad, I think it's like if you took and dried out those prickly plants that grow in your yard, mm-hmm. and then try to put it in a salad. That's essentially what it reminds me of.
0: Yeah, there. It's not very good. Um, you really it's, need to. It's bad. You really need to steam kale or eat yeah. baby kale. Baby kale is okay, but full, oh. full blown kale uh in a salad is awful it's like trying to it's like trying to
1: eat a brillo pad is baby kale like the veal of the vegetation world i don't know is it like eating those little corns are those things actually like corns that are going to grow up to be a big corn one day like stuff that's in uh in your chinese food and in your uh cha-cha and stuff like that I I don't know the answers to these questions, Mike. I gotta know now. And this is this is gonna bother me. I didn't know. Am I am I eating am I eating adolescent vegetables? <laughs> are they aware of the fact that they were not able to well, you, completely you, flourish?
0: If you drink green tea or white tea, then yes, the answer is yes. You are drinking baby teas.
1: Uh, just, Any uh, just baby to clear spinach up, is I,
0: not adolescence. It's baby. It's it's in its infancy.
1: It's its smallest oh, leaf man. state. Yeah. And and I do not eat veal, just in case anybody was wondering. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I feel wrong about eating baby animals. I had an allergy to it. That's, that's the whole reason why I don't eat it. Okay. All <laughs> because right. I think it's delicious otherwise.
0: Well, so all of this... <laughs> Um had nothing to do with it had nothing, to, course, do really it had nothing to do no, it had nothing to do with my point. You just <laughs> wanted to talk about <laughs> Kale for a while. I'm good. Now. I was I was uh talking about introducing my nephews to Dungeons and Dragons and it was really funny because the first time that they played, uh they, they didn't really quite get it at first. They didn't understand that, you know, they could do whatever they wanted to do. So mm-hmm. when this guy, this bad guy shows up and he says, what are you doing in my cave? And when my one nephew goes, can we become friends with him? And I'm like,
1: what? <laughs> That's cute, dude. That's and cute. I
0: know. I'm like, what? Oh, how do I deal with this? And then our, our connection went bad shortly after that. And I had a whole weekend to think about it because they loved it so much they wanted to play again on sunday we played on friday night and again on sunday nice and on sunday (laughs) basically i i had talked to a couple people like hey how did you resolve this and i was like well basically i decided to give them what they wanted like like okay cool so the bad guy befriends them and like start saying like yeah you know these other guys these goblins they're just not very nice to me you know you don't you don't expect much from a hireling but at least a little respect would be nice maybe uh maybe you could go talk to him and like i had them basically act as like liaisons for uh an employee to employer like facilitation (laughs) it was pretty funny you know what i mean how it worked out and i gave them a ton of experience for it and treasure and stuff they deserved it it was a really uh, unexpected way of dealing with it but the way i look at it is if i'm gonna reward their instincts because that's how they're gonna have fun but it was the Mm -hmm. cutest thing in the world he's like can we be friends with them i was like oh my god that's that's fucking adorable and you know like like that that's just this kid, you know what I mean? Like he is a very uh innocent kind-hearted guy. Yeah, and he's they're 13, so I can't call him a kid anymore. It feels like a little bit you know what I mean? Like it feels like a little bit dismissive.
1: So your sister's kids are only 13? The boys, yeah, my uh, my niece is uh, uh, okay. See, I was pretty sure that yeah, that your niece was. I remember seeing her, and she looked a lot older than than thirteen the last time I saw her and her. Oh, she her, just her, her, and her and her boyfriend um, doing their posing with the fire engines and stuff. Yeah, I was like, my God, I can't remember back when they were born, and it, it's funny because I have children, and I fall into that category of i can't believe my kids are this old but i know they are because i've been raising them all this time Mm -hmm. but it's funny that when you look at other people's kids you still have that same you know reaction to i can't believe they're that old already well when you really think about it
0: they go from an age of almost innocence to an age of adulthood almost Mm -hmm. within the
1: span of what eight years well, in in reality, yes, legal adulthood, but most kids are uh, mentally in the zone of preparing to be an adult. I mean, that initially really starts probably most of the time for, for most kids. I'm not going to say all kids, but probably around like 15, 16 years old, like 15, especially because – you have to have that adult maturity level at some point in order to mm-hmm. be able to drive and then to be you know looking towards college and all that kind of stuff like if you didn't start way before that, yeah you'd be lost you'd be lost well
0: oh i'm what I'm saying though is that they undergo such an enormous yeah, yeah no no i I got what you meant yeah developmental change during that period of time it's shocking you know for the for the rest of us. You know, are us, for for young kids, it's like one to ten. is like, well, they're small the whole time. And then when you're an older person, it's like, oh, whatever, it's a decade. You know, <laughs> like I'm just getting I'm just I'm just, you know, getting closer to the drain, basically. Yeah. You know?
1: We've been out of school for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's two and a half decades. And I really have a hard time beyond uh, having an 18 year old uh you know and that considerably cuts a gigantic chunk off of that where I can point and say that I you know I've done things in that time frame but outside of like my kids I I don't remember a lot of the shit that I did <laughs> I'm like I have, what do I do with that 25 years I have no fucking idea
0: you know I really think I mean when you think about it the reason why time seems to go faster as you get older is because you're getting closer to the edge of the 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 drain that you're circling. Yep. So your speed yep. up is
1: <laughs> <It's> zoom. <laughs> well, well, they say, well, you're, you know, you climb up the hill and then you're going over the hill. Yeah. Well, if you go over a hill, what do you do? You go down the other side. Yeah. And Obviously you're going to pick up speed. Yeah. And eventually your brittle ass legs aren't going
0: to hold called you. Gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Your legs are going to collapse under you and you're just going to fall down the rest of the
1: way. Uh, give me something to look forward to. Yeah. Not being yeah. able to do the things I like because my hands and my arms and my knees and ankles get crippled with arthritis. I right. I, I can't wait. Right. Uh, maybe I'll maybe have like the permanent kung fu grip. <laughs> It'll make it easier to masturbate then, but uh you know, that probably won't work either.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that gets me that's probably not gonna work at that
1: age. It's kinda like It makes me do? a little bit sad. It's like what am I supposed to do with my free time, dude? Well, I mean, you got to realize that, you know, that like I've heard before where somebody says you realize that one day your parents put you down and never picked you back up again. Yeah. One day you're going to bust a nut and you might not realize it's the last fucking time you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, and then you're going to be like, I, geez, I haven't busted a nut and, you know, by my own hand or otherwise in 15 years. Well, that's what was going on.
0: That's why every single one needs to count. You have yeah. to make it work every single time. You can't have any of these half, half, uh, cock, half cock. Ha, ha,
1: <laughs> ah, I use the whole thing every time.
0: Yeah. None, none of these, um, half measures, you, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be like, oh, I didn't really feel like doing it. I just sort of whatever. And no, 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 sir. Put I don't your think full that... weight
1: into it. <laughs> I don't think that I've been able to casually without purpose, you know, do that since I was a kid. I I don't know, because now it's like every time you got to fill a time slot, you know, you've only got a few minutes to do it or maybe you only have a few minutes of privacy or something like that. So when you do it, I mean, there's there's meaning behind it now.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you have you Urgency. have, other, you have a, a number of other people in your home who are, are you know you have to look out for. I don't really have always that lock problem. the bathroom
1: door, bro. Always lock the bathroom door, don't have that problem at all. No, I'm saying though, you know, if, if you have kids over or anything, I've never had somebody walk in on me, but I, I like to think that my 100% privacy track record is -hmm. due to the fact that I am super careful about it and always have been, I've never wanted to be that one that like, you know, at a, at a family thing, somebody brings up, or even at my funeral, somebody's like, you know, I walked in on him beating his meat one time. (laughs) And he was doing it real weird. He looked like he was hunched over, like he was having a stomach ache, shitting himself, and trying to scratch his ankle at the same time. You know, you know or something like that. It's funny it to me. It was the worst thing I ever saw.
0: <laughs> it's funny to me. I don't want to be that guy. I I know you don't. I know you don't. But you've also committed almost, almost sixty hours of of heinous stories of 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 things uh, that you've done or thought to the internet mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with
1: no thought of that at all. Where it'll right? never go away. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> I yeah, just well, at least nobody ever walked in on me beaten off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One thing I got going for me.
0: I don't understand dudes who like get a little taste of power and then become the guy who needs to masturbate in front of a girl in order to to feel good about himself, like like Louis CK. Like, I mean, of all the Me Too movement that went on, that to me was just, you know, of all the guys, like, you know, you hear about Kevin Spacey, you hear about all these different people, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's a fucking shame. I, I really like their work, but... It's a power you know, thing, yeah. Yeah, but it's a power thing. But with Louis C.K., it's just pathetic. It's well, like, I, I just... I've
1: never really been a huge fan of his, and after that, he really just, you know, he entered the realm of even worse than than Dice Clay uh, uh-huh. for me because I just, everything that I listened to that he said after that, sounds gross. I can think about yeah all, all i can think about is that and mm-hmm. and trust me i appreciate blue humor uh-huh but i appreciate blue humor that does not have a how do i how do i want to put this that was not maliciously in real life directed at people you know do you get what i'm saying there yes yes like blue humor is blue humor it is what it is i get uh-huh. that but usually it's just something somebody says cuz it's shocking or it's funny or mm-hmm. whatever but it doesn't have you know like I couldn't imagine somebody doing it in real life and this you know I can and and mm-hmm. I have a problem with that personally yeah. I don't project my issue with that on anybody else if you want to think he's funny and you think I'm wrong by all means think I'm wrong and think he's funny I don't give a fuck I can't help it I, I don't, don't I don't, pay I don't your like bills. him anymore
0: I can't help no. it Something that turned me switched. off to him
1: completely yep it's something yeah.
0: switched you know everything he says now sounds a little gross to me sounds a little slimy the fact that he had a show you know with these two little girls on it kind of made me feel gross because and I
1: actually it, somewhat liked that show and then that happened and I was like oh. it was a good show until you yeah. found out
0: who was behind it because then everything takes on this double meaning
1: I need to also uh, add a little addendum onto my never-been-caught-masturbating thing. Never-been-caught is the way that I would like to stick, put it, because everybody's, you know, shuffled their deck a little bit while they were in the midst of, you know, coitus or or something like that. So, you know, doing it in the privacy of your bedroom uh, when you have another consenting uh, individual in there with you does not fit into my getting caught doing a thing no Uh, i just just wanted to make that you know classification there yeah i didn't think that at all i don't know why you felt that that needed to be clarified but i i don't know but i really felt like not necessarily for you perhaps perhaps there was a listener who said does that mean he's never done that kind of thing in front of you know significant others and i'll be like yes i absolutely did uh, probably to the point of uh, nausea at times, where they were like, "Seriously," I'm like, stop? "Look, man, I'm just, I'm just like I was when I was a kid. I can't keep my hand off of it. Holy if it wasn't word. supposed to be in my hand, why does it fit in my hand, and why is it sticking out all the time? You know, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> to explain it, not you know necessarily all the time. I, mean, I don't walk around with it in my hand constantly. You know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just musical interlude. Oh, I just I just <laughs> wanted to let the silence play and see what you would fill it with. I, I don't I don't like that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Keep talking, man. I want to hear it. I don't like sitting inside. with things
1: like that.
0: <laughs> silence of the lamps.
1: Nothing worse than a than a than a real fucking noisy lamp. Yeah, I hate lamps, man. I hate lamp. I do have a I do have a little heartwarming kind of a thing going. Uh, Okay, a heartwarming lamp. uh, Not a lamp. uh, A nice little story. So, my eldest child, in light of all of the crazy COVID shit that's been going on, uh, started school this past week i went to college Mm -hmm. and we had drove her uh to college i'm not going to specify where or anything like that for obvious reasons but it was a pretty decent little drive um had to leave at like four o'clock in the morning to get there when she was supposed to be checking in and she was quarantined for 10 days so she is basically almost at day. Oh, that's right. She started on Saturday, but they didn't officially start her quarantine until Sunday, which was stupid because they had more people moving in. Like we weren't allowed to go into her dorm after a certain point in the day because she was quarantined, but they had other people moving into the exact same building <laughs> where they were going upstairs. And everything It made no fucking sense, but <laughs> um, it was, it was probably one of the hardest things that I had to mentally you know prepare myself for and right. I did an absolutely terrible job of preparing myself for it because I thought you know I'm gonna be tough guy dad I'm a long-haired bearded biker sort you know who does farming and everything else and everybody that knows me knows that I'm a big softy and I'm a pussy and a pushover most of the time but uh, I try to steal myself towards it and we get up there and she's kind of like, OK, well, I'll see you guys. And I'm absolutely tearing myself apart on the inside, trying not to let her see how upset I am. Not that mm-hmm. I'm upset because she's going to school, not that I'm upset about anything. I'm upset because because I'm thinking of things in my realm where if I got dropped off of college and I couldn't drive anywhere or do anything or get away away, on my own when i was stuck in a room for 10 days i'd be losing my fucking mind and she's taken all of this in stride and i'm so goddamn proud i just ha- i had to say something about it mm-hmm. but we we got in the end of the truck and started driving away and I didn't even make it to the end of the street before I was fucking balling. <laughs> like hmm. like just absolutely gigantic tears rolling out of my eyes and like blubbering and everything else. But I am so fucking proud of my of my oldest and for what my what my other children are also going to do. I'm just I mean, it's such a at first it was a scary thing but now it's such a gratifying feeling to feel like I did something my significant other and I did something absolutely right. Yeah. You know, it's such a great thing to to be able to experience. It just I just I just wanted to mention it.
0: Well, understand that when you say you did something right, you actually did many, many, many small things right. Oh, yeah. I an even overall. bigger yeah. – I know, but I'm saying which is an even bigger and more amazing thing to me is that not only did you do it right, but you kept doing it right because it's very easy
1: to fall off that path and become oh, yeah. complacent. And there have been many a time, the arguing, the fighting, the crying, having to go through breakups – And going through a breakup by yourself when it's you is, is tough. Watching your child go through one is fucking 10,000 times worse because you have homicidal instincts and you're trying to be soft and understanding. And, and part of you wants to say, I told you so. And, you know, and every, it's like such a, it's such a, a tsunami of emotion even just something as simple as that because you want to just be like, I fucking hate that person and I wish they would die. And then you were like, I can't say anything like that because that's not the person I am to begin with, but also because it's not going to help anything. And then when they end up back with them again, two weeks later, it just, you know, it turns your gut even just a little bit harder and you get uh, to chomp in on the thumbs because all you're thinking is it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And then it does. And then you think, Oh, thankfully maybe we're done this time and then it happens again and you're like are you fucking kidding me you know yeah but uh yeah thankfully uh eventually stuff like that does end and there is a light at the end of the tunnel for parents and for the children and for your progeny so that they can uh you know get out of that situation oh and like you, you you say like you saying you know it's a bunch of things you did right really made me think that there has been there's been a lot of highs and a lot of, a lot of uh, valleys. I'm not going to say lows. I will say valleys and lulls where things weren't necessarily you know, great. But uh, I wouldn't change any of it for anything.
0: The things it, was, that, it was great. The decisions that you made, the, the things that you said and did, is, are, are what shaped your children into yep. the people that they are, uh, for better or for worse how how could you want to do anything differently
1: and my children are empathetic and uh that i think is one of the biggest things that i am empathetic and accepting and um you know whether you your sexual orientation your race your creed your religion none of that stuff matters mhm you know they're just base you on whether you are a dick or you're not. That's pretty much, you know, how it goes. If you're a jerk, well, then you're probably a jerk and maybe I'll avoid you, but then maybe I'll find out later that you're not a jerk and then yeah. I can give you another shot, yeah. you know, but uh, that's the kind of stuff that I think was the most important and is the most important thing to teach your children.
0: Right. Right you now it's, it's well, been, and the other thing it's been great I think to teach them is that if someone says they are something, and that's something like identify in some way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um um that that's what they are that 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 person whoever it is that that person as an individual has the final say on what they are oh yeah you know sexually socially that
1: acceptance part of it you know
0: yeah you know like if someone says they're pansexual you say okay I explain that to me because I don't fully know
1: what that means,
0: and then they That's do.
1: the best thing you can do. You know how many ask times? Questions. Because, because my children are not typical heterosexual in their identities. Um, one of my children prefers not to use any kind of uh, gender identification, like stereotypes, at all. And, and words, it and pronouns, names, nothing like doesn't doesn't really like that kind of stuff. And I, I had to have I did ask because I wasn't quite sure that I had everything down. And I did ask and we, we have we continue to do that. Asking questions is the best way because understanding
0: mm-hmm. is
1: the best way. And I have also grown as an individual through my children because um you know coming to terms with a lot of things and and meeting so many people that identify differently then it's so fantastic to see because we even when we were growing up in the 90s mm-hmm. it was pretty much you know you're either straight or you're gay right and right. that's it. You're, if you if you have a penis, you're a boy, and if you have a vagina, you're a girl, and there is nothing else. And these other uh, sub-genres, I'll say, I don't mean to say sub is in, you know, like they're below, but these other um, gender identification stuff that come off of male and female um, were still there, but they were not as prominent, nobody really spoke about it. It's great for me to be able to to uh, To talk about it with people and and learn more and have it be out in the open, I think that it's that it's absolutely fantastic. Well, this Great is why stuff.
0: this is why I, I think in part at least a little bit I think this is why the Wykowski uh, <laughs> sisters um, state that the the Matrix was meant as an allegory for trans. Uh, come, coming out or becoming, becoming an actively trans-like hmm. person. I don't know if you heard about that.
1: But I, don't, I, I both, haven't, no. Both of them are trans. I do. Yes, I do know that they were both trans. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I do know that they are both trans. I, yes. I, the way that came out wasn't right. but, but uh, No problem. I, but I, I, I hadn't heard um, that particular... Um, uh yeah bit of information and, and a, there <laughs> when
0: i think about that and i think about you know popping the red pill a lot of times what i think of also is like drugs or psychedelics is that once you see something differently you'll never see it that old way again um just like the red pill and i think what what we have come to find is that there's this texture that's always been there of all these different walks of life and life and ways of viewing the world in in terms of sexuality in terms mm-hmm. of identity in terms of all these different things and there's this really intricate like um multi-layered sort of weave and texture that all is going on that's like vibrating and moving I feel like society took the acid they took the red pill and 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 now we see all this panop- panoply of different um lifestyles and like and 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 I think that um knowing that it was always there we can paint an entirely new picture of our history you know Let's abandon all these stupid hero roles that we have assigned, you know, and mm-hmm. why why is it that so many men are heroes, and so many women are not looked at as heroes, or if they are, they're looked at as secondary? It's silly, it's very silly that for all this time we have we have- de- like demoralized women, and it's like I don't know, I, I just don't get it, and I don't get it. I read a thing today, not today, I read it a couple of days ago and read it. Uh, it was from a nice guys type, yeah, group, and it was this guy who was talking to this woman. He was like, "Listen, you need to." Be-. She had signed up for a uh, a black only dating site thing like a thing like that Mm -hmm. and this guy was like well my job is to treat you like a queen and as a queen you have to be subjective to me and you have to do this and you have to do that (laughs) and she's like well that's sick and i think you're out of your mind he's like why can't you women know how to submit you don't know how to submit that's why you're all so unhappy I'm like dudes think like this. There are dudes who think like this. Yeah. You know? And you know, I know there are probably people who listen to me talk and go, "Man, what a, what a stupid dem, what a stupid democrat, what a, what a flaming liberal, all that." And they can, yeah. they can think whatever the fuck they want. You know what? I don't really give a shit anymore. I'm not gonna sit here and 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 um, try to uh you know not offend everybody because you know, you know what i'm saying because yeah no i got you you know i'm i'm not trying to get political at all but when someone starts telling me that because i think that women should be treated better and that we've shittedly treat treated them for a very long time that i'm some kind of whining flaming heart go fuck yourself well i mean don't listen I to am, another podcast you know what i'm saying i am
1: i am a bleeding heart i will uh i will accept that because because it's the truth for me and i wear that as as a mark of uh, honor for me because it means that i have empathy because it means that i have respect for other people and everything you know yes you can call me a liberal or whatever you want but I, i i'm sick of
0: it being like oh wow a liberal that's a bad thing like stop trying to paint that in the same corner as as you know like a sociopath or a psychopath like and stop talking about socialism, like you know what the fuck it is.
1: They have no idea, and they I don't think know that, that a lot of times um, the people in, in, in the other um, categorizations outside of liberal feel that they are the most masculine and toughest and strongest, and if you're a mm-hmm. liberal, you're a, you're a poor little pussy who will let anybody bow you over, and you love everybody, so, yeah, you know what I, I do. I do love a lot of people. I do yeah. appreciate their existence. And if that's yeah. a bad thing, then I guess I'm I guess I'm a weak little pussy. But, you know, come out and tell me that uh, tough guy and, and we'll see what happens, I guess, because I guess I'm not, uh, you know, <laughs> if, if, if caring about other people makes me makes me a pussy, then, then I'm a pussy. I, I'm a, I am, I am a, a
0: total pussy because oh, yeah. I won't fight. I don't fight. I'll back down every time because I don't want to fight. And there's a lot of reasons why I don't want to fight. Not all of them are, are hippy-dippy, dude. Some of them – well, let's see. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to be charged with assault. I don't want to be sued. I don't want to be responsible for breaking someone's face. I don't know mm-hmm. what my capacity for date for violence is because I've never actually indulged in it.
1: I've never had to (laughs) to fight in my
0: life. I have a depth of anger that is very, very, very prominent in me that I I do a pretty good job of dealing with. But I can't promise that in the right circumstances, I wouldn't unleash some kind of hell on somebody and hurt Mm -hmm. them really, really badly. And I don't want to ever, ever, ever do that. I'm not trying to sound like a badass. All I know is that I have a lot of anger in me. And if I could, if I had the physical advantage over somebody even if they beat me, I could hurt them really badly, and I don't want to be responsible for that. But that's why I don't – that's why I'm not a violent person. That's why I'm a pacifist. It's easy. It sounds like, it sounds like oh, wow, man, you're just a pussy. Well, yeah, you know what? I am. I am a pussy. I don't want to go to jail. That makes me a pussy, I guess.
1: I am what I eat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you told him.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> i don't know i don't know why people are so that's the other thing like i've never really understood the pecking order in the first place like guy's gonna be the toughest he's gonna be the best he's gonna get the hottest girl and the hottest girl is not going to make him any happier because he won her like a prize and that's how he looks at her and she's never she's always going to be something that was like a secondhand thought to him and she's going to be miserable and he's going to be miserable and neither one of them really know what they want in the first place they've just and, gotten by on on, on
1: whatever and, <laughs> and that's why children we call it toxic masculinity
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> because it is toxic and it's fucking terrible
0: yeah it's gross it's like yeah it's super gross, and it, it it breeds this sort of like like trophy trophy husband trophy wife mentality where it's like, oh, get the best looking one. Well, the best looking one might not actually have anything to offer. Um, what about the one who um, can actually probably find a cure for cancer someday? Like, let's let's um, and and let's let that person meet the person of their dreams without having to worry about these morons at the top. I actually kind of prefer it in a way. I kind of prefer the toxic masculinity sort of picking off the worst of of each other in a way it kind of works because it's like, these are the worst people, but sometimes there's a little bit of cross pollination (laughs) and nice people get hurt in the process. But I,
1: I don't know. How do you fix that? How do you fix I, anything in this crazy world, Mike? I think that <laughs> this world's so crazy. Just a couple of kids trying to make it in a steel town. Half the Johnny time- works on the docks, you know. Yeah,
0: half the time I feel like I'm just blathering tonight because I, I'm so I, – I get into these ways of thinking, and then what happens is my naive child brain takes over and goes, Oh, I don't know. Why can't everybody just get along? Because deep down inside of me, that's what I want and what I wonder. Well, it's – it, It's naive, but I understand it's naive, which means it, it it's – the impulse, I think, is kind of pure. It's just – that I am very frustrated with a world that will not see reason.
1: Well, and unfortunately, that will never, ever change. No, it won't. Uh, Because there's always, somebody's always dissatisfied with things, and some people are just dissatisfied for the sake of being dissatisfied. And they're never going to be happy, and no matter what happens, these are the people that... um, if you gave them a million dollars, they would piss and moan because they didn't have a million and one. Right. And uh, these are the people that are never going to be happy with anybody else's success. They won't be happy with their own success. They're angry at their own children for for bettering themselves and stuff. You know, it's it's an unfortunate uh, and very vicious cycle. And uh, these people have really come, risen to the... To the surface where they used to be kind of, kind of hidden for the mm-hmm. most part. I'm not saying that everything went to hell in a handbasket uh, in in a moment or you know in in a single moment. No, but, but it, people it are is, more. There's more apparent. What, what is these amazing? People are. Yes, how much more anger and toxic behavior and so forth came to light because it's safe to do it outside. It's safe to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like more and more and more and stuff i I was just saying and i, I don't want to get i'm not going to get you know any more political than at this point than just saying, was there ever a time that you can remember even if you go back through history, where people were driving around with flags on their vehicles with somebody's name on it, where there were fucking gigantic banners in places, and people were building monuments and everything else to either a president or candidates like you see today. I cannot remember ever seeing that before. And that's very, it's very telling to me because uh, to me it feels like, Oh, I can I can be myself even if I'm allowing my my worst demons to come to the surface and I can be hateful and everything else towards everybody because it's okay now. And that that kinda that kinda makes me a little sick to my stomach just even yeah. saying that. You know? Yeah. You well, still there?
0: I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. You got yeah. real low all of a sudden. Sorry, I guess my mic was a little bit further away. Um I don't know. I
1: I feel that
0: I mean I can tell you that I, that I'm, in I'm our lifetime
1: new. I've never seen it.
0: Well, in our lifetime, no, but it feels a lot like something, doesn't it?
1: Oh yeah. Oh well, well, for certain, yes. You know what? I hadn't even made that connection to be honest with you in my head until you just said that. Like in this particular conversation. No, you're right. Yeah. And uh that's yeah. that's not a uh that's not a very uh, what's the mm, what's the word that I'm looking for here? It's not a very uh, positive sign, in my opinion. It's not. Y- you know, that like, it's hey, you can, you can be a dick and everybody, you know, fuck everybody else and everything and lie about stuff and do all this other shit. And trust me, that stuff has existed for as long as people have existed. Lying and cheating and stealing and everything else has always been there. Uh you know you could pick every single leader of the free world, whether it would be you know the United States or anywhere, and you'll find that stuff on every single person because it's just the way that it is human nature- mm-hmm. but embracing it to the level that it has been embraced is is scary it's scary yeah, uh, you it know is, it is
0: well, I feel like what we're seeing here. At at its nature, regardless of what we feel of the people in charge, what we have to admit is that this was always there. Oh yeah, it was always there. So it doesn't actually. In this conversation, it's almost not germane to say who's in charge now. The real question is, how do you reroute this evil out of our society? Because that's what it is. It's fucking evil and it needs yeah. to be removed from society systemically like the like the rodent that it is like the fucking just sending rubbish.
1: it back underground and having it hide for another you know, 40 years or whatever is not enough. Exactly. It needs to be eradicated like
0: like the disease that it is. Yeah. But you put yourself at risk for even saying that sort of thing because there are people who are like, well, it's our right and it's our divine whatever. And it's like, no, it's not. Why do you think that? What makes you think that? Have you seen yeah. the video that I, I don't know if you saw the video that I posted the other day. I didn't get a lot of fucking responses, but... Pr-
1: I probably didn't, to be honest um, with you. I've been so fucking busy with shit around here because we're catching up on a lot of stuff we weren't able to do because it rained so goddamn much earlier in the summer that we're trying to catch up on some things and get things fixed and you know undercover and everything, because before well, you know winter's going to be here. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, it was a video about a guy, <laughs>
0: uh, a black man, who uh would go around befriending members of the KKK mm. and um like he started with this one guy and he's like you know I went to his house and or we went we met at like a, a hotel room <laughs> and he brought his protect his protector with him his angel which is like like this guy with a gun and she brought he brought his uh assistant his secretary and he tells this story about how they're sitting in this room and they're talking to each other, and suddenly there's this noise in the room, and everybody freezes. And their eyes get real big and they lock on each other, and both, both he and the KKK guy are making the same look at each other, which is, what did you just do? And then they realize that the sound was the sound of the soda in this bucket. The, the ice had shifted and the soda settled. And they all started laughing at being what ignorant fools they had been. <laughs> they parted on okay terms. He still said, I don't like, yeah, I don't like black people, all this sort of thing. And over the next something like 15 or 25 years, he continued his friendship with this guy to the point where he, as a high ranking member of the, the clan for his area denouncing the entire clan in the middle of a rally and saying that the man who had actually reached out to him, who was black cared more for him than any of the people there and that he had no more interest in them. And then he took his robe and gave it to the guy as a sign of sort of like conceit to it. Like, yes, you were right. Wow.
1: That's pretty powerful.
0: So this guy has had, uh, done this with like he's like i think 300 different people now wow and and has got all this all this memorabilia now guarantee
1: you that that guy's got a bullet a target painted on his back i was gonna say that is an extremely dangerous oh yeah uh, thing to undertake uh no it is extremely noble noble, but yeah yeah but man you're asking to get some sort of comeuppance yes yeah, in a very, very violent fashion, and to the right. point where you would just disappear one day and nobody would see you, and that's unfortunate.
0: That is unfortunate. Which is why I think this guy needs to be more widely known. Unfortunately, yeah. the thing about being widely known is it also increases the number of people who want you down to go down.
1: Yeah, it's, but it could also you know be I mean? said that it would increase the number of people who are going to look out for him too. That's true. And hopefully, hope so. hopefully that would be the case because that, that's that's uh, that's that's a. That's a good story. I'm going to go look and and see that. I'm going to go find that yeah. on your feed. Yeah, see if you
0: can find it. It's about five yeah. years old. Maybe was we'll, on DemBean uh, stuff is. Yeah, because
1: I'll be honest. I've kind of been avoiding um, social media for the most part. I mean, I've been pretty active on Twitter lately because – you don't really see too many ads on Twitter. And unfortunately there are certain people that even if you don't want to look at them, your sh- their shit still comes up on your, uh, on your Twitter feed. But like, yeah, uh, Facebook is just absolute garbage right now. If I wanted a bunch of opinions, I fucking, you know, I don't know. I fucking ask my cats what they thought of stuff. I think I would mm-hmm. enjoy that more. <laughs> and, and, and YouTube, to be honest, every time if, if I open YouTube on my phone right now, Every time that I opened it for the last, try the last two weeks silent, there is a political ad at the very top of the page every fucking time. I go in and change my ad preferences, and I'm like, no politics, none of this, none of this, none of this. And does it make any difference? No, because they don't give a fuck. Google asked me, do you think that we take your, uh, your ad preferences seriously? And I was like, nope. I did a survey for him. I was like, you guys don't give a shit as long as you're getting paid and you keep on throwing stuff out. I don't give a fuck which party you're talking about. I don't want to see political ads at all. Yeah. Yeah because i had this discussion with somebody recently and i said if if you are swayed by an ad on the television or you're swayed by a fucking sign in somebody's yard or you're mm-hmm. swayed by a person standing and handing out brochures as you're entering your polling place maybe you shouldn't be voting because you have no fucking idea what's going on
0: yeah you're you literally zero idea you're literally not in touch with reality at all no yeah.
1: I know who I'm voting for As soon as I mean I, You have the exact idea As soon as nominees are chosen And as soon as people Like for uh, you know Nominees for, for Senate Anything As soon as they're chosen Once the primaries are over And you've reached the general election You should know exactly Who you're voting for And and no amount of horse Because I mean I've already had I live in a mostly conservative area Just well you do too You know these people are standing and handing out stuff and i'm like um, i literally i said to them i'm like i'm just gonna throw it away so no thanks because mm-hmm. even if even if they were somebody i wanted to talk to i still don't want your fucking paper yeah i know who i'm voting for and if it's you awesome i don't need a, a memoir or memoir memento to be like oh <laughs> check it out i voted for this guy memoir. he gave me a pamphlet you know i'm he- like he wrote me a memoir. <laughs> he wrote he wrote me a memoir. Well I will he gave tell me you that I uh, <laughs> that, uh, that the last election that I worked, I loved it because one of the um, congressional candidates brought us donuts. Oh nice. And that was incredible. I mean I was like I was it was the guy that I was voting for anyway, so I was happy about it, but it was cool that he brought donuts in. I don't think it was any kind of bribery because we literally have no power to do anything. I guess people think that that elections are these loosey goosey things where you got fucking people, you know, standing in there and juggling ballots and taking people's information and taking pictures of it and sending it and laughing and and wiping our butts on the ballots and like, you know, filling the machine up with soda. And I I don't know what the hell they think is going on in there, (laughs) but I will tell you that it is the most stringently watched. And, and procedurally just complex thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I really think to me, it was probably about as complex as fucking surgery would be for the things, the way things have to go. It was just, it was insane. And to think that people can actively cheat on any kind of a scale that's gonna make any difference is absolutely ludicrous. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on all that's interesting, and I like to go on to all that's interesting to look at stuff every now and again because it has cool science facts. And there's apparently a deep space radio signal that repeats every 157 days that is coming from a galaxy 3 billion light years away. Hmm. That is fascinating. You're telling me that three billion light years away, there's somebody that has figured out how to do a radio signal, or there is a radio signal that is just naturally occurring? Of some kind? Yeah.
0: Sure. Sure. That can happen. Um, Have you ever actually listened to – you should go check out, um, like, the Sounds of Space. Um, Like, Sounds of Space music. And it's like ambient space music and stuff. Um, Basically, it's what they do is they they take subspace signals and like radiation uh, stuff like that, and they filter it through, I guess, Mm -hmm. MIDI sequencers or something like that to make it make sound. And it's really fucking crazy. Like, like it sounds. It's it sounds like some kind of alien language. It's badass but it's it's just loose radiation you know Sounds awesome yeah yeah spooky space sounds nasa that's what you want i'll have to check that shit out and go to their soundcloud that's right they have a soundcloud baby
1: soundcloud baby soundcloud (laughs) <laughs> Getting my
0: SoundCloud, it's as big as a whale and it's about to set sail.
1: <laughs> I've been listening to
0: Hall and Oats lately.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I've been listening to Alice in Chains, even like some of the newer stuff. Because uh, I don't. I mean. I, uh, there was some Alice and Chains that I really liked and there was some that I always like kind of avoided because I don't know, it just had a vibe to it that I didn't really dig. And, uh, as I've, as I've gotten older, my, my music tastes, I don't know if they've matured at all, but I've started to, to like a lot more stuff that was not quite, um, in with, in the same genre of what I used to listen to. Like I fucking mm-hmm. love, um. Uh oh, what the hell can I can I call it now? Like the music that they play at Mardi Gras and stuff like that. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that shit. Uh, uh,
0: what is That's the music? <laughs> no, 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 no. I will
1: never ever forget Kawaii music. What that is? Zydeco. because you told me that so many years ago that you made me. You made I you my brain is incapable of um of forgetting uh, what yeah. that is. Yeah, I'm thinking of Zydeco. I think. Yeah, I, I love I love that that kind of stuff. I really do. With like the the steel drums, and and the horns and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and I I have a I have a playlist on Spotify called Grandpa's Nap Time, which I uh, emulated from one that used to be on Google Play Music when that still existed. That was called Grandpa's Nap Time, and I basically uh, took most of the playlists that I could remember because I listen to it so much and uh, it's nice to just close my eyes and listen to that. And it makes me think of my grandparents. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of easier times. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm not saying the times are easy back in those days, but you know, I think people really, because times are so hard, really knew how to relax and enjoy the, uh, the quiet moments and stuff. And I think we've, we've really kind of forgotten how to do that.
0: I agree with that. I, you know, what I've been doing is because I am, uh uh, so stressed out uh i find that in searching for music to play with my dungeons and dragons campaigns to make them more interesting for the players by having Mm -hmm. like cool background music and stuff i stumbled across a bunch of tracks of just um background noise like forests and uh slopes of of mountains and and caves and mm. stuff like that and there are just these I'll, I'll have to send you my playlist on spotify and it's just um all these different like some of them are dungeons so they're not they're kind of creepy but there's other ones that are just these beautiful um textured uh soundscapes that this person makes and he puts out like i don't know if it's a he or she i shouldn't gender it uh they put out something like um I would say four albums a year on Spotify. And I I think it's all just it's just all Foley work of
1: theirs. I've gotten into into listening to some sludge. You know, like there's some Alice in Chains that is kind of sludgy and Mm -hmm. and Black Sabbath and stuff. And I've been down tuning my guitar a half step and uh, just playing some of this stuff. And I've actually, I've written a couple of halfway decent riffs i'm not ever going to uh probably play them in front of anybody but you know it's it's cool to be able just to to chug along on something like that Mm -hmm. and i also homebrewed some iced tea oh i forgot how much i love homebrewed iced tea versus the shit that comes in bottles that's if you ever like, I know you probably don't consume a whole lot of iced tea like we do in my house and my parents' house. It's like, there's always Swiss iced tea in our refrigerator. Very rarely, no. I I always drink it. <laughs> if if you look at like one of the first ingredients, it usually says. Now this one here doesn't doesn't say it on which is kind of funny. It's an orange drink, but it usually says powdered iced tea mix. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking took powdered ice tea mix, added water to it, put it in a jug, shook it up, and then you sold it to me for like $3 a gallon? That's that's ludicrous. It's insane. <laughs> Why am I not taking my own water and fucking, you know, I'll say for the, I put like maybe, maybe a two and a half gallon pot on the stove and like eight tea bags and I can make myself you know, two full gallons of tea and have some other left over. And in the reality of it all, it probably cost me like 26 cents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, well, and it'll taste better. That'll be really good. Oh, tea. hell
1: yeah.
0: It'll taste a shit ton better because you actually have tannins in it and stuff.
1: I forgot how, I forgot how good, uh, homebrew tea is. And I always think of, of your mom's son tea. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times that I'll be like, I don't want to put a bunch of sugar in this because, I would kind of like, I think my stuff's a little bit stronger than the stuff that she made, but it was, I've we've talked about this before, it was not sugary, not sweet at all, but it was so no. refreshing.
0: Yeah, it was something about it, like it was right on the edge of being tea, but it was like, yeah. it, was, it, it wasn't quite tea, but it wasn't quite water. It was some weird plasmic state between uh. the two that was was so good so fine and ever so difficult to recapture as adults and and um was just so damn refreshing
1: yeah and Um, i gotta tell you i've gotten fresh brewed tea that was that did not have any sugar in it that was cold and i thought maybe maybe i can capture some of this and it's always too dark and then i'm like well not this time do you know what I still futilely look
0: for on the grocery shell, store shelves every single time I go?
1: Those cookies but, your mom threw away that I have a hard time believing happened. No. Um, the uh,
0: the Ecto Cooler relaunch. Uh, there was supposed to be an Ecto Cooler relaunch from I've high scene. I've never seen it, yeah. And I never saw it, but to this day, occasionally I'll glance at the shelves just to see if I, I'm not surprised by something that looks like it. Because by
1: far their most popular flavor, by, the best flavor by they far. ever made, yeah. it
0: was so good. My sister and I found a recipe online somewhere for an alcoholic version of it that almost perfect. We even with without, mm. without the alcohol, it was almost perfect. With the alcohol. We didn't care anymore,
1: but (laughs) (laughs) once you, once you drank a couple of them, it didn't make any difference. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. It was like, ah, this is pretty good, you know, but it was almost, it was almost spot on perfect to Mm. the flavor of the original drink, but such a pain in the ass to produce. It was like pineapple juice and lime juice. And like,
1: I, like, three other things like <laughs> somebody at high c just went i know right <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that <laughs> i know
0: it's such a pain in the ass you have to retrofit all our fucking factories for it and dude
1: he just he just said it for us we didn't even have to say it <laughs> you reminded me because my grandparents there was a bakery down in philadelphia that made a uh, pastry called um Jewy or Jewy. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 oh, and, and When I say it, you're going to understand why I fucking went that way. Gooey German butter cake. Mm. It was like a, a dense cake on the bottom. And then it had like this sweet, almost like runny kind of, kind of syrupy, uh, but then when you put it in the oven it would get crispy on top and then you'd like break oh. through a layer of cru- of crisp and then it was <sighs> gooey underneath a bit of stuff that sounds magical dude dude it was so good and the bakery unfortunately closed down all of their locations and the recipe we would guess died with the eldest generation of the family or the the other generations just refuse to to do it anymore, and they're just sitting on the recipe. Huh. And we found something somewhat similar. And my significant other made it, and I'm gonna tell you that she, with with just a basic recipe, and making tiny changes here and there, managed to get it spot on within uh, I want to say three cakes. It only took like three times of making it till it was fucking perfect. Nice. When, when, when we get some more of it going, because right now, I mean, it's too hot to bake. It heats up the kitchen and then it comes yeah. back through the rest of the house. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. But uh, when we start rolling through that stuff again, I'll make sure you get some because it is yes, please. fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I know my parents awesome. will laugh because I say that about everything that she makes, but you know it's 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 otherworldly it's one of those things where you could sit and you could really talk yourself into eating an entire pan of it even though you know it's horrible you know nutrition wise for you to do that but you could justify it because you're like this is so good it's it's a it's an absolute good and nothing bad will happen Mm -hmm. as your cholesterol goes up 60 points Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because you ate an entire cake in one sitting I'm a huge fan of anything that is – I'm going to talk about food again, obviously, because that's, like, one of my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. Anything cheese – are you familiar with, with, like, cheese curds? Yeah. These things that they – I only remember seeing them in the last couple of years where they take, like, a little bit of cheese and, like, fry it. And then you get this delicious fucking stringy, soft, gooey cheese with, yep. like, a little crust on. Mm-hmm. So – I also am a huge fan, and I know that a lot of um, like gas stations, like your sheets and your rudders and stuff, will make uh, macaroni and cheese bites. Macaroni and cheese bites are fucking phenomenal. It's basically Kraft macaroni and cheese wrapped up in a triangle with like a breading on top of it. It's so good, it's ridiculous. Terrible for you, I know, but still delicious. Mm-hmm. And today I ordered some uh, – I think they called them like like uh, Wisconsin cheese bites or something like that. And I was very surprised to find that I thought Wisconsin cheese bites would be like a white sharp cheddar cheese inside of a uh, breading. But here it turned out that it was orange, and I was just like – I don't even know what to say. And then also in with the same thing, there like was – it, I you know I got to be honest they, they weren't as flavorful as I thought they would be I was I was disappointed What I were you dipping them in What what were you dipping I them in I wasn't dipping them in anything I was just eating them Wrong
0: you have to put them in ranch Oh you got to put them in they, ranch That's how they do it That's how they do it
1: oh, so I had no idea that, I didn't know that there was a fucking process behind this my friend Maybe that's never- why we got 3 cups of ranch with the salad and yep. my st- I didn't eat the salad Obviously I was having hot dogs and other things that were, you know, not good for me, not the mm-hmm. salad, but it came with three cups of ranch. And I thought, well, they never give you that much fucking dressing with a salad. Yep, so that's that's, that's one of those they gave it me to for me. Yep. Shit.
0: Yep, I have a lot of other out. thoughts.
1: I have a lot of other thoughts on this, but that's going to have to be a story for another time. Cause we're, we're out of time.
0: Yeah, we are. Uh, You can get us at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com, or you can find us on dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z. There are links to our social media there. There's links to the show. You can also go to iTunes and find us on there and leave us a review with a five-star rating. Tell us, why you love the show Mm -hmm. tell us why you would serve us and how you would serve us in the afterlife (laughs) our cult we are all we are everything and we love you
1: i would i would love to get some uh, i mean some suggestions for things or some feedback or something it's been a while since we've had any interaction
0: yeah, we haven't gotten any play in a while. Although Jimmy, I have noticed, Jimmy, where are you? Yeah, Jimmy, what's up? And I have noticed that uh, we did get a pickup in in audience in the last like couple of weeks. So nice. I don't know what happened, but I'm not going to complain. I'm <laughs> glad there's people listening. I hope you enjoy it. If not. Wow, until, you really we get quoted until the end on like, of the episode to make that decision. But cool, until you know. we get
1: quoted on like TMZ or something like that for something we said that was wrong, uh, and <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Dude, no
0: one gives a shit about us. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know that uh, it's a sad laugh. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to
1: you. Giving it to you like I'm going to give it to what's left of those Wisconsin cheese things with some fucking ranch dressing as soon as I get off of this headset.